What's happening today? Not much. It's a beautiful sunny day. Finally, we've had lots and lots and lots of rain and cold in San Diego. So I'm complaining bitterly, but today is good. For as a, as a reminder, Matt is uh, my podcast producer. He's a podcaster himself, a great marketing guy, uh, and the, the CEO of Pursuing Results mm-hmm. out in San Diego, California. So, That's right, near near your old stomping grounds. There you go. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. So uh, you having a hard time finding people? Uh, we are. Uh, we are running an internship right now. And yes, we've already lost. We've just offered four people to go through the internship and one dropped out literally on like day two. Yes, yeah. we're having a hard time with people. It's it's a crazy time. People keep asking me, they're like, yo, what's the environment like? And I'm as busy as I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, here we are in the not even the end of the first quarter of 2023. I think I've done about 50% of the placements that I did last year. And last year was a record year. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking three three quarters more to go. What's this year going to look like? Mm-hmm. And here's the reality of the matter is good talent is still hard to find. Yeah, I don't care what you hear coming out. Yeah, well, interesting. I was at a conference a couple of weeks ago, and you hear about all the layoffs at Facebook and Google and Twitter. Mm-hmm. A guy from McKenzie that I've sat on a panel with at a conference was telling me that 40% of those people who got laid off from those companies had jobs within a week. No way. Yep. Interesting. Interesting statistic. Within a week of them being laid off from one of the big guys, they had a job offer from somebody else. Hmm. Okay. And it just goes to, and it just goes to show that small companies are out there. You know, it, you know, it's this is what I tell people. They're always afraid to go to work. A lot of people are afraid to go to work at a small company. They think, well, there's not a lot of security there and it's a scary place to be. And I look at it and I go, look, the small companies aren't laying off people. The small companies are going out and kicking and scratching and fighting mm. for all the good talent they can they can find because they're the ones who want to grow. That's re- yeah, I never guessed. Uh, yeah, it's been um, the layoffs have been fodder for a lot of uh, talk, especially online about you know uh, catastrophizing it and, and making it seem like it's the worst thing ever. I would have never guessed that they turned around and found a new job quickly. So, okay. So let's talk a little bit about what you and I were discussing behind the scenes, which is just understanding the market. And you can share that there's an example that you gave. I don't know if you want to give it on the podcast or not, but uh, companies really have to understand where the market is because those little tidbits right there, just understanding that, that the, the McKinsey guy pointed out, if you don't know that that's what's happening, you're going to end up lowballing people thinking that they don't have other options. And they're sitting on offers from other companies going, I don't need to take your lowball offer. Yep. Once again, it's the big companies. Last year, last football season, in twenty, Mahomes was driving downfield. It pissed me off because they were down. It was like throws a winning touchdown, and I missed it. <laughs> oh, he missed. And I get a call on a Sunday. Okay. And I get a call on a Sunday afternoon from a company. A Sunday afternoon, a desperate guy, and he's like the general manager of our MRO facility, maintenance repair overall facility just left and we got to replace him i mean why did he leave he got a better offer somewhere else okay so he got a better offer somewhere else right and he's like yeah and i go what do you want to pay your general manager and your role he goes oh i think we want to pay him 160 to 170 thousand dollars okay and i started laughing like when, <laughs> when, when, when the laughter is over 
come uh, when everybody quits laughing and you can hear through the crowd, I'll tell you what you need to be paying a general manager. <laughs> He's like, what is it? I said two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, minimum two hundred thousand yeah. dollars on a base on a base. Yeah. And he's like, oh man, we 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 just can't get there. We yeah. can't get there. I'm like, why can't you get because you know, company and the parody and all the other stuff? And I'm like, well, then go find somebody and bring them in at $160,000. And in six months, somebody else is gonna you know put you away. And you're gonna have the same conversation. And you know, maybe the reality of the market just needs to hit everybody. But I'm seeing a lot of this, you know, this pay packages, pay package requirements are changing. Mm-hmm. You know, the the for for high quality talent, you know, the uh, the power is not on the employer's side. Um, you know, it's you pay for what you want. If you want really good talent, you got to pay for it. And I'm just you know, the big companies. I'm not seeing that. I'm, I, I think they're, they're, they 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 can't get out of their HR heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they yeah you know, they they they're working off old data. They can't work. Yeah, you know, can't get through their HR heads. That hey, look, maybe maybe times have changed a little bit post COVID. Yeah, I mean, holy cow! I mean, just just the fact that remote working is more acceptable destroys the existing market as everybody knew it. Mm-hmm. You know, now that's not the case for obviously everything. Like you can't general manage an MRO company from, you know, across the world or whatever, but, no. you know, so it doesn't apply everywhere. But, you know, one of the examples we were talking about before we jumped on is a remote position or it's a, it's a, it's a position at a, you know, American division of a Canadian company. And the, you know, the Canadian company is the one that's setting pay scales for the American divisions. Like that's not, that's not working because they're not in tune with what the market is saying. Yep. Uh, inflation is another country, you know, another factor. Yeah. Like all those things are, you, you can't look at pre-COVID data basically to go off of. No, no. And, and, and there's a lot of things, you know, look, there's a lot of things that's coming. What's interesting, the small companies, equity comes into play. And you're talking about the small companies may be cash limited. So if you're thinking about going to a cash company, or if you're thinking about going to a small company, hey, look, I'll take $175,000 on a base salary plus bonus and equity like for instance, I'll, I'll give you a great example. You know, it's all it comes down. I placed the COO of a smaller company, and the, they put two offers in front of them. One had a higher base salary, and a thirty percent bonus, and equity. Right. The second one had a lower base salary, about twenty or thirty thousand dollars lower, with a thirty percent bonus, but they doubled the equity. And they said, hey, you know, it's cash or prizes. Yeah, totally. Trust is here. The prizes in 18 months are going to be worth a hell of a lot more than the cash. And after about five interviews with the company, the guy's like, hell yeah, I'm taking the smaller base. You know, I can live off that. I want the equity. We're, We're all thinking like we're all thinking like owners. Yeah. You know, when you take an equity package, you have to think like an owner in the company. And that's what's happening. But the big companies, nobody wants to think like an owner because, you know, it's all this, you know, it's, everybody's in their HR hat. You know, they want, you know, you know base yeah. and bonus. And it's a job. It's a J-O-B job. Yeah. That change will never come from the top down. Um, Richard Koch was talking about this 20 years ago in the 80-20 individual. 
talking about how like when you understand if you're the 80-20, if you're the vital few that actually delivers the majority of the results for the company, mm -hmm. like all of a sudden, as soon as that light bulb goes off, you realize that you hold all the negotiating power and you start to wield that negotiating power. And I think the people are starting to figure that out. It's taken a while. It's taken COVID and all these other things, but they're starting to figure it out. Companies don't know it yet, but I think the individuals are starting to feel it. Like, hey, I'm the one that determines whether the trains run on time, whether things get done. I'm the one that determines whether deals get in and nothing happens unless I bring in deals. Like those are the people that have the power. Um, and Richard Koch makes the point that if you're that person, the way to get rich is always equity, you know, whether it's stock options, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, however it's structured, whatever, like you should always go for a piece of the action because you will never get paid what you're truly worth unless you have a huge, like a chunk of the upside that you personally help to create. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I love to see that development from the individual side. Obviously companies can make an argument of whether it's in their best interest or not, but I think the balancing out the other side of that is going to be the operation side of all the other 80% of the employees that just kind of keep things running and they don't contribute above extra value. They just keep getting squeezed. They keep getting automated. They keep things keep getting delegated down the line to lesser paid people. And like, you can't, I think that's where companies need to acknowledge that, Hey, I've got to pay a few key people more than I'm comfortable. Mm -hmm. Well, let's, instead of fighting that trend, let's embrace it. Now let's go figure out how we can make the rest of the operations more efficient so that we can afford to pay the people that matter. Right. Hourly employees will always be hourly employees. They'll come to work, they'll work nine to five, they'll do the they'll do what they need to do. The people who enhance value always have this question in their mind. If I do this, what do I get? What's in it for me? Type of deal. You know, if I grow your business $10 million, how much of that goes in my pocket? It's a very simple conversation. Some of your wealthiest people are salespeople who work on commission only. You know, they don't want a salary. They don't want a paycheck. That's a burden. Yeah. You know, they can't live on it anyway. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, I think that's kind of what, you know, I, 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 I'm seeing, you know, the need for this shift, not just in, you know, people out there looking for the jobs and saying, okay, I got to think more like an owner, but from the company side are saying, all right, we have limited resources as far as cash. What are three or four different things we can do in lieu of cash to make somebody really happy? It always comes down to the equity. Hey, you, know, you know, make somebody an owner. You know, yeah. Align their align their goals with your goals. Mm. And everybody will always be happy. Yeah. Yeah. If you give people a chance to bet on themselves, you'll figure out really quickly who has the self-confidence to do it. That's and it. that's the person you want. That's it. The Love salesperson who says I need a big base is not a yeah, good salesperson. It's not a good guy. salesperson. <laughs> the salesperson wants a big base. Beware. Beware of Beware. that. Person. Beware. Beware. Okay. What's the uh what's the best way for people to reach out and connect? Uh they can always call me 910-231-4037. Uh email Craig at Northstartesg.com. Love it. Fun conversation as always. Thanks, Matt, for coming on again. I hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Aerospace Executive Podcast. You can reach out to me directly, Craig at NorthStarESG.com, or check us out at www.NorthStarESG.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or on YouTube. Just do a search for Aerospace Executive Podcast. Thanks again. I'm Craig Pickett.